Welcome to The Data Room, where we share best practices and actionable tips on being a data-driven company, or as we call it, data first. If you're a B2B revenue leader looking to scale your growth stage business, come and join experienced CEO and tech founder Scott Stauffer in The Data Room. Welcome to another episode of The Data Room. I am Heather Kitos here with Scott Stauffer, CEO and co-founder of Scale Matters. And today we're going to talk about go-to-market data. So that's something that we've alluded to in the past, but we just want to spend some time on it today. Uh, go-to-market data can be defined as data that's captured in your go-to-market tech stack. So whether that's your CRM, your marketing automation platform, your sales enablement tools, all of, those, all of that data can help inform your customer acquisition and retention approaches. Uh, well, a lot of people are capturing that data, and there's a lot of data to be captured. Not many people know how to use that uh, go-to-market data. So, Scott, can you walk us through the different ways that you've seen that people can use go-to-market data to improve their customer acquisition? Sure thing. Um, so maybe we start with what the end goal of having go-to-market data is. and. A lot of people think that the goal of having the data is really just to be able to report performance. Um, I'd say our view is that the goal of the data is to actually provide a tool uh, to help companies get much more efficient and effective at acquiring customers or acquiring revenue, uh, and doing that by basically outfitting their revenue leaders with the information they need in order to be able to manage the go-to-market engine with a level of precision uh, that they wouldn't otherwise be capable of doing. Uh, you know, if you think about using dials to tune something in, uh, think of it as equipping uh, revenue leaders with a bunch of very discrete dials, which helps them uh, tune or optimize uh, different parts of the engine at, at a very granular level. And without these dials, uh, management is imprecise, and therefore the overall engine is inefficient. So if you use that thought process of, the goal of data is to provide these tools to help managers be very precise in, in, in the way they manage the engine, then we think um, that the, the types of data or the types of dials that we need to do that really come down to a handful of areas, and we can sort of place them into two different categories. Uh, the first is what we would call uh, product market message fit, uh, and, and this includes optimizing for stuff like uh, targeting around your ICP, even understanding what your ICP ideal customer profile actually is, uh, tuning your messaging so that it resonates with the way your prospects think, uh, and potentially adjusting your competitive positioning so it so it truly puts you in an advantaged position. When these product market message fit issues aren't optimized, you literally are leaving deals on the table. Uh, win rates are depressed, sales cycles elongated. So, so the first set of data we're looking for or dials or tools we're looking for is, is data that helps inform us to optimize around these issues. Um, the second category of data, uh, again, using dot or dials, using the metaphor, uh, that we need or what we would think of as uh, lead-to-deal attributes or said differently, maybe funnel data. Uh, and specifically, we think there are really three types of important uh, data to surface here. Uh, first is data that helps better inform on which strategies for sourcing prospects that you're using are, are most productive and which are least productive so that you can effectively shift 
uh, your investment dollars uh, uh, away from the least productive strategies and towards the more productive strategies. The second um, uh, element of data that we think is important here is, is uh, data on the conversion process itself. So you can easily identify where the um, process friction points are uh, within the overall funnel and then take action to eliminate them. And finally is data around individual performers on the sales and SDR teams. Uh, and, and you want that to allow you to not only understand kind of what outlier performance looks like, good and bad, but also to understand um, potentially the why behind the performance so that you can more precisely hire, coach, and develop your talent pool. That's a lot of data to be captured. Uh, I like how you broke it down into those two categories too. I'm sure you know you could look into tools and figure out things natively, right? Looking into your CRM and trying to discern where those those strategies are working or where they're not working. Um, you could probably export all of it into Excel, which doesn't sound necessarily scalable, and we've talked about that too. Uh, do you have any recommendation on the best way to capture this go-to-market data in a way that you can you can aggregate it and you can digest it easily? Well, yeah, so let's start with that data um, that helps revenue leaders optimize for product market message fit. Uh, sure. I mean, there's really three ways to get that data. Uh, one, before you actually try selling anything, you can go out and interview people who you think might match your ideal customer profile or maybe do focus groups or something like that. But once you're starting to have real sales conversations, you, you have two choices. You can ask the salespeople, uh, again, to take really good notes and, and put those notes into the CRM. Uh, but over the years, this has proven to be a pretty unreliable source of quality data. So best practices now is to implement a conversation intelligence tool, and we've talked about this in um, uh, prior episodes, but uh, a tool like Gong or Chorus, and then configure those tools with these very granular trackers to produce high-confidence, statistically significant data um, to help tune the targeting, messaging, and positioning. But then you need to grab the data, and, and you need to analyze it. And, and you would grab the data via the API of those tools and put it into some analytics tool. Uh, you mentioned Excel, uh, and, and certainly you could do that. Uh, you could also um, uh, apply some generic BI tool like Domo or Looker or Tableau, uh, you know, to take some of the data via the APIs and, and put it into some visualizations. Or a, a third option is you could use a tool that's purpose-built and uh, not to be selling on these things, but something like what Scale Matters provides. It has purpose-built uh, data visualization specifically to help tune your messaging, tune your positioning, et cetera, driven from the data uh, extracted out of these conversation intelligence tools. So that, that's how I would deal with the um, uh, product market message fit data. For that second category of data we talked about, which was uh, kind of funnel conversion data, certainly the most effective way to get this data is by implementing a very structured and granular data model within the CRM. Uh, this data model essentially defines a set of things to be measured uh, in order to surface that information that the revenue leaders need to optimize by um, sourcing strategy or process and buyer journey or, or sales and SDR talent. A great data model also includes the understanding of relationships 
uh, between the various things that are being measured in such a way that process can be represented. Uh, but while a great data model is necessary, it's not sufficient, and, and that's because, as we've talked about before, much of the data gets populated by the way the salespeople or the SDRs interact with the CRM. And because there's human involvement, there's error and there's inconsistency. And the data stops being helpful, you know, unless mitigating steps are taken. And this is what drives the requirement for a set of um, uh, data integrity uh, mechanisms, if you will, uh, that basically uh, either do preemptive work or preventative work or corrective work to, to, to basically ensure that the data is actually good. Um, so if you put in a, a great data model with effective data integrity protocols, that at least ensures that you've got good funneled data. But then again, you still need an efficient way to analyze it and interpret all of this stuff and, and try to separate the signal from the noise and turn that into actionable insights. Um, and here again, I, I think the choices are pretty much the same. You can use Salesforce reports or CRM reports. You can export stuff to spreadsheets like Excel or Google Sheets. You can um, connect BI toolkits uh, into the CRM, et cetera, and extract the data into various charts and dashboards. Or better yet, there are purpose-built tools that are specifically meant to um, – massage and render this data in, in formats that become intuitively obvious and actionable to revenue leaders out there. And that's obviously what we would recommend for people. Absolutely. I, to your point, there are tools already out there that you can do it, whether you want to do it very manually or if you want something that is purpose-built and you can kind of look at it intuitively and understand the insights that are coming out of it. Um, you know, choose your poison and figure out what works best for you. But I think I agree with you. We, we would be on the, the side of using something that's purpose-built. So it makes Yeah, it, it makes it a lot scalable, more scalable, you know, the whole analytical process, especially as companies, you know, grow. And, and it, it fair, you fairly quickly start to amass an awful lot of data and, and trying to know which part's important to look at and, and you know, curated into stuff that's actionable it's it's not easy without tools that are really meant to help you do that for sure i i think you make a good point too the amount of data you're hoping will increase over time because you're growing as a company try to stop you know put the put the plans into place to address that as soon as you can versus having to address it later when you're looking at a mess of mess of data and trying to discern actionable insights from it so um, that totally makes sense. I appreciate the the insights on this topic, Scott. And I think if you are either trying to figure out that product uh, market messaging fit or you are looking for funnel conversion data and trying to figure out how to put that all together, um, start with an assessment. Start with a gap analysis. We actually have one here at Scale Matters at scalematters.com slash assessment. Uh, you'll get a complimentary data integrity assessment. And you can check that out. Again, scalematters.com slash assessment. It's a good place to start. Uh, until next time, I'm Heather, and that's Scott, and thanks for joining us in the data room. Thanks, Heather.